Opening bit. There we go. Football. Yep. We did promise... Well, I guess not promise. I don't know. We tossed out the idea of an old football episode, but I yeah. don't think it's going to be this one. But it no, could be, because there's not that it, much else to talk about. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it would be unlistenable. Um, no, that's up to Eugene. <laughs> Should the football episode okay. be the Halloween episode? <laughs> that would be funny. They're all actually. I, I gotta not... check the calendar to see if we're recording around. I think we might be recording around Halloween. It would be like three days before. Yeah, I think because I know I checked in my D and D session wasn't close to it. Um. Okay. Yeah, today is September thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be doing an episode recording on the twenty eighth and put out on the twenty ninth. Of October, so I guess yeah, the Halloween episode could just be in um, in the regular numbered episodes instead, uh, or I, I might still do a bonus Elisa episode. I haven't decided. You'll probably release this on the first day of October, and since this will be a short episode, you could just add on to it. That's up to you. Um, I could. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Uh, I guess nobody really cares if. Uh, the Halloween special comes out um, early or not. Make it a multi-parter. Mm. Unless the voice really messes with you. In, in which case no. you probably shouldn't do that. No, I can do it any... I can drop in and out any time I want. I'm practiced in doing it. so No, I just I need to get the uh, material that I plan to read. Which I don't have yeah. on me right now. The smut. Yeah. If anyone has recommendations, I'll take them, and I guess I can tack them on to future episodes, uh, depending if I do anything on this episode for extra or not. I don't know. I had a fun read, idea for some things to read. Read Metamorphosis by Kafka. Hmm. I have to see if I still have my copy from college. I mean... He gets turned into a bug. It's kind of like uh, or Oh yeah, I just I think it might be too smart for this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretty dumb. Mm. We're not exactly Kafkaesque. I can't even spell Kafkaesque. Mm. Wait, wait, um, Kaf, Kaf, Kafka asked, he's a lawyer? Uh, I guess. I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> so he's not anything. So he's, dead he's, not, he's not practicing law, that bitch. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think topics-wise, it's mainly, unless we talk about football or something, uh, it's mainly going to be your Disney project. Because the only thing I've written down in the last two weeks to talk about is that two weeks ago I saw the new Hercule Poirot, uh, Agatha Christie movie, A Haunting in Venice, and it was good. Did I don't know how much to really... Yep. Yeah, Me. so it's based on a book called Halloween Party, but to make it fit more with the... Um, it's uh, Kenneth Branagh. He's previously done Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile. 
And to make it fit more with that idea of, like, exotic locale and, you know, uh, period piece, uh, they moved it from England to Venice and pretty much completely changed... I, I haven't read the story, I read the wiki about it, but they, like, completely changed it. And cool. probably for the better, because it was one of the later books that Agatha Christie was just half-assing at that point. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, they just, they took the premise of somebody gets murdered at a Halloween party and then, uh, yeah, made it instead of whatever the fuck happened in the book. It's, um, this, like, creepy old house in Venice in the 40s, uh, where there's, like, a history of, like, children died during the plague. And then there's this, like, girl who died seemingly by suicide, but maybe not, and, you know, the whole unraveling of that. Also, you know, they like bring in a woman to do a seance and Poirot figures out, you know, how she's faking the seance thing, but then she gets murdered and then they got to figure out who murdered her. And, and, and yeah, they I mean, get it, another it was medium to do a seance on her so they could talk to her yeah. and figure out who murdered her. Yeah, just keep bringing in more as they get killed. <laughs> that, that's an idea for a murder mystery yeah yeah seance party just every time one of them gets killed you bring another one in to interview the previous ones who were murdered until there's just you know a whole room full of force ghosts <laughs> you, you, you bring in so it, it's it's like clue and you have to figure out which which psychic is the killer yeah um and the title is medium at large Mm. Yeah. I mean that—that's what Disney's haunted mansion movie should have been. It's just people getting killed yeah. and becoming ghosts, and then more people coming in to talk to all the ghosts. I mean, that's basically the first season of American Horror Story. Mm. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, well, it's basically a family drama uh, where like this dysfunctional family move into a new house. And it just so happens there's a curse on the house where anyone who dies in it gets trapped there as a ghost. Okay. So, so like, there's a, a bunch of ghosts of people who died there over the years. And there's, there's like, a scene where, like, just this random exterminator comes in to spray the house for bugs. Mm-hmm. And he gets killed by one of the ghosts, and he's just there now, just hanging out. Is, wait, did you say that's... Is that the entire first season, or is that just an episode? Because I thought the show was like an anthology. It, it's an anthology per season, so... Oh, okay. Like, the, the, the first... It's, it's American Horror Story, or Stories, I forget which is which. I think they redid it where it's a... It's an, it, it's an episodic uh, anthology and not a seasonal anthology. Okay. Um... But the the one that came out like ten years ago, it's like the the first season is a haunted house where you know everybody who dies in the house comes back as a ghost. The second mm. one, uh, it's like this weird uh, mental asylum um, where everybody gets and, killed and comes back as a ghost. <laughs> no, but they, they I mean. They could have. Yeah, it mm. would have fit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's a new location, and then, no, nope, everybody, just yeah. ghosts. I think that one had, like, weird uh, mutant experiments and possibly aliens. Um, 
but it's mostly mostly like a psychological horror. Mm. Um, let's see, what was the third season? I think that was the witch one in New Orleans, where it's <laughs> it actually is kind of like a, a reality show, and they mm. just get a bunch of a bunch of uh, like bitchy teenagers slash young adults who don't like each other mm. and throw them all in a house that they have to <laughs> live together with. And then they get murdered uh, and become ghosts in the house. I mean, I mean kind of. Um, there's there's one woman who's a zombie. Mm. Uh, basically. No, I know it's impossible, uh, but it would be fun to do a reality show. You know, they, they do those reality shows of like everyone gets stuck in a house together Um and oh drama but if it's like a house but then they all get murdered and then they, they keep coming back as ghosts <laughs> and it's real because I, it's a reality show aside aside from the ghost thing there's a horror movie that's like that like mm. a legit horror movie where it's like oh it's it's they're doing a parody of big brother except yeah Oh, I Except guess one of them is a killer. killer. After yeah. <laughs> one of them's a killer, and now it's Among Us. Among Us. Yeah. Among Us. Is it weird that, like, two years ago, Among Us was the most popular thing everywhere, like, ever? And now it's... Uh, I mean, it, like, I still see, you know, just lots of yeah. plushies of the little space guys. There's, uh... There's residual memes... <laughs> Mm. Like like throughout the ether, but it's not a. Uh, I mean, I guess that's just how things go. I guess it's not really weird. Yeah, I mean it. It's you know the latest interpretation of the classic you know social deduction party game. So it's not really surprising that it became popular and it will probably continue to come and go. If not in this version, then there'll be you know another similar game that will come along at some point. I mean, there's there's tons of copycats. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, like, Mafia, Werewolf, and Secret Hitler have been around for a long time. I've never heard of the last one. <laughs> uh, I will double-check to make sure I'm not making that up. I'm pretty sure Secret Hitler is another version of the uh, somebody is, uh, well, let's see what this says. Um, okay, it looks like it, there's, like, a board game version. Um, well, okay, Wikipedia, Secret Hitler. Um, Secret Hitler is a hidden identity social deduction party game developed by Goat, Wolf, and Cabbage, LLC. Um, first released in August 2016, okay. So, that's a fairly recent version of it, too. But, um, Secret Hitler sees players divided into two teams, the liberals and the fascists, the latter also including the Hitler role. There are always more liberals than there are fascists in each game. When playing with five or six players, there are only two fascists, and they both know one another. In games of seven or more players, the identity of Hitler is known to all the other fascists, while the identities of the fascists are unknown to Hitler. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It it's uh, yeah, it, it it's the same kind of a game, I guess, as like mafia. Jane, I can't believe you're getting political on this show. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, oh, talking it came about out in, secret Hitlers in 2016. Wow, I'm I wonder what else. Just thinking about it. <laughs> I wonder what else might have happened in 2016 mm, to inspire someone to make a version of Mafia and Werewolf, except it's about liberal liberals and fascists. Uh, the world, the mm. birds. Uh, okay, moving on. So anyway, Jade, what do you think about Anthony Richardson and his leg injury? Uh, I think he's faking it. I think he should just <laughs> get over it. <laughs> okay, so that's a that's a thing that some <laughs> sometimes like sports media just does, where it's like, oh, David Bakhtiari, he. He's faking his injury so he won't have to play on this field. Mm. <laughs> and then two weeks later, it's like, oh, he's out for the whole year. And then everybody's just like, uh. Well, oh, he is crippled for life now. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, sports media is dumb. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about the Dolphins? Putting 70 points on the Broncos. Uh, it's good for the Broncos. <laughs> no, it's, it's very not good for the Broncos. Uh, the Dolphins won 70 to 20. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying they, you know, flopped so many times that they basically gave uh, the Broncos all those points. Oh, no. They scored 10 touchdowns. Oh. In, in one game. Well... I mean, as long as the they Patriots were... don't make it to the Super Bowl, I'm fine. I say that as someone who lives in New England and doesn't want to deal with the There's... Uh, all the party fever that happens when they make it to the Super Bowl. There's, there's probably at least like 100 million people in the country that would agree with you on that. Mm. Uh... Yeah, I mean, there's lots of people that hate them just because they were really good for a while. Uh, I just... I don't hate them. I just don't want to deal with people wanting to buy chicken wings. And if uh, them not doing good means I don't have to stock as many chicken wings, then that's good for me. Yeah, fuck Mac Jones. Yeah. It's all his fault. He's the, he's the, he's the Patriots quarterback now. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's no Tom Brady. No. But who is? I've never heard of him, Tom so Brady. clearly he's no Tom Brady. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. That's all the football. Oh, okay. that, that's, that's all, all that the football happened. for now. That's it. Until I, more I might just. Happens. I might if if there's another awkward silence, I might just <laughs> mm. bust out another football thing that I ask your opinion on. Yeah, I mean, because otherwise we have your Disney stuff, and that's the main. Um, yeah other stuff we have for this episode we don't we don't do things anymore we're adults mm. adults who watch cartoons and talk about them on a podcast yeah although i didn't see all of the movies that you watched because i kind of skipped around to my favorites when i watched a bunch a while ago like i'm still ahead timeline wise but i didn't watch toy story 2 and i didn't watch dinosaur and i didn't watch Recess, which I didn't watch, know was on the list. Why would you not watch Dinosaur, the cinematic classic? Uh, because I've never seen it, and I don't want to break my streak. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best reason. 
Uh, Recess wasn't on the list until about a day before I watched it. Yeah, I don't know. Recess was a cartoon I was aware existed, but I never really watched it because uh, most of the cartoons I watched were ones that were like tie-ins to movies that I knew. So, like, I saw Aladdin and Timon and Pumbaa and Buzz Lightyear and Tarzan and, um, and then once it started getting to the early 2000s, I kind of dropped off, so I didn't really see much of, uh, you know, like, Emperor's New School or, you know, those those ones. I'm, like, a year or two younger than you, so Mm. I watched some of those things, not all of them. Yeah, yeah, school yeah. just wasn't that good. Like, uh, I think Tarzan was like the last Disney one that I watched, and then I, well, that's probably around when I started getting Cartoon Network, and and it was all about Duck Dodgers and Courage the Cowardly yeah. Dog, and yeah, the Cartoon Network shows were just a lot better than the Disney shows on the whole. Yeah, um, at least in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, like, I've tried to go back and watch some of the Disney cartoons, and they just, I, I don't know, the just the way they're, like, acted, the way they, like, do their jokes with, you know, the, the I, I don't know, it, it feels like, oh, this, this is aimed at kids who don't get that a joke has been made unless you have, like, a musical punctuation to tell you this was a joke and you should laugh. Yeah. It's like the musical version of a laugh track. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Recess was... It's a little different, I guess, because it's more like a... I mean, I I think they're like 10 years old, 10, 11 years old, so Mm. it's not for like the the really young, young kid crowd. Mm. It's more like the the tweens, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess there's a little more there. But, I mean, I just watched it because I, I remember watching it um, a few times as a kid. And I actually remembered a lot of the jokes. Mm. <laughs> um, so, it held up? Or? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's really fun. Um, like, there's not any, there's not anything special about it, like. Nobody's going to go back and say, like, it's a forgotten masterpiece or anything. But, like, I mean, for an hour and a half, yeah. <laughs> like, it was a good watch. Mm. There's a few There's a few jokes that are really good. So um, it's not quite goofy movie level. No, no. Not, not like that. Uh, a goofy movie has some genuine uh, moments. Recess is mostly just like, hey, here's a kid with a very like low stakes kid problem, um, but then he he finds out that like there's a this weird like paramilitary organization, but they don't carry guns because it's a kids movie, mm. um, and they they take over the school and they want to move the moon around, so that they could change the weather so that summer vacation won't <laughs> so that summer vacation won't exist because there won't be a summer. Mm. Uh, Makes sense. Y- you know, like it, it's a, it's a very like nonsense kids. Uh, 
it's like a, a kid's version of James Bond type mm. plot, right? Yeah. Um, and like, uh, there's there's just ninjas <laughs> that are the enemies for whatever reason. Mm. Like it's it, it's it's just trying to be fun. Like it's not trying to be super serious. That being said, it is very fun. Um, like I, I wouldn't watch it if you're not familiar with the recess. Mm. But I don't know. If you watch recess as a kid and you remember liking it, you can go back and watch the recess movie. It's pretty good. That's about it. <clears throat> okay. So yeah. So last time we we left off with Tarzan. Yeah. Which was a lot better than I thought it would be. Mm. Um, How much did you cry at Toy Story 2? Um, well, I knew it was coming. Mm. <laughs> so I teared up a little um, during the When She Loved Me scene. Uh, oh, okay. It wasn't the, the I Am Your Father Xerxes scene. <laughs> I think we have very different priorities here, Jay. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's the scene where no, Stinky you're... Pete got carried off by the girl who was just going to wreck him and saying, oh no, not Stinky Pete. This is terrible. Yeah. He's going to get his face drawn on with crayons and stuff. It was the, it was the part where uh, what's his name? Squeaks lost his Oh yeah, uh, Wheezy. Wheezy, yeah, I don't, I didn't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, the penguin lost his squeaker and almost got sold at the uh, the yard sale. Yeah, and then Woody got stolen. Mm. <laughs> so now Andy can't go to cowboy camp. <laughs> his arms all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twisted joke for anyone who doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, well, nobody uh, remembers Ahmed, so... That's <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Unless it's I mean, about, you know, tigers or spotted underwear, then, then people remember yeah. Ahmed. I, 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 watched, I watched that musical, like, four or five times over the course of two weeks and I haven't seen it since, but I still remember everything. Yeah. I mean, I've um, watched that one and VHS Christmas Carol, not like every day, but just probably like once a week, every like week or two I've seen. Yeah. I've, I've got away from a Christmas Carol every other day, which is what I was doing for like two or three weeks. Hmm. Um, now I just watch it like at least once a week. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it's, they're, they're, it's just as good. Yeah, they're both, you know, like always in my recommendations uh, on YouTube yeah. when I'm watching other stuff. Yeah, for a while I had every single <laughs> Star Kid uh, musical, it, and like at the top of my recommendations uh, because I, I watched all of them like twice. Over the course of a month, so except for me um, and my dick, unless you saw that one too. No, I I left that one alone. Mm. 
I'm good. <laughs> um, I didn't watch the Batman one twice, and I didn't watch any twice. Mm. Um, and I don't and know I when the new the one Harry comes Potter out. Books. I think it's on DVD now, so it's only a yeah, matter I, of time before the YouTube version comes out. Yeah, they they probably ha- have it to sell for like months before they they release the YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like if I liked the concept more, I'd probably just buy the, the DVD. But I'm not really a big fan of like '80s slasher movies, so I'm sure it'll be fun. But it it, it doesn't seem like something that I want to go grab right away. Yeah, I I like more of their weirder, uh, like Firebringer or uh, uh, Trail to Oregon. Mm. Like where it's just like, look, this is a really specific <laughs> premise we're going with. Just you know, follow us, and we'll go to some cool places rather than, or, or even a starship. Mm. Um, you know, I I guess I like the ones that are more out there mm. than just like, oh, he's an office guy and he doesn't like musicals, and then the musical aliens attack. Yeah, I mean, uh, I you know, I don't know what the specific plot of Nerdy Prudes Must Die is, but it seems like it's, you know, in yeah. that vein of the horror comedy ones, of, uh, you know, yeah. with more of an 80s slasher focus. Yeah, the, more like Scream than anything. Yeah. Um, okay, so toy, anything else on Toy Story 2? Sorry, I had to do a dog thing. Oh, okay. Um, I not, I don't have much to say about Toy Story Two. I guess like everybody who's heard of Toy Story Two has seen it. It, mm. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like it's just really fucking good. Um, Pixar is just really fucking good. Like outside of like a bug's life, which which is just kind of good. Um, yeah, I mean at least it, like, Pixar in, in this time period was. Yeah, we haven't gotten to like, a good dinosaur yet until they get to cars. Yeah, and then it's like okay. <laughs> well, I mean, because like, after cars, they hit a a pretty good streak with Ratatouille and Wally and Up, at least some of Up. And Toy yeah, Story three, although too. I don't think that one is gonna hold up as well no i like toy story 3 like from what i remember i've only seen it like once or twice it Mm. it's just kind of spinning its wheels for most of the movie and then there's the the really sad part at the end yeah it like it got punched people at the end and it uh got a lot of acclaim for that but most of it is just like a weird heist movie or like a pri- it's a prison movie but um in a daycare yeah it's i mean it's still good it, it just it maybe because i was an adult at that mm. point but like it didn't hit me yeah well i mean that that's the, the end part is supposed to hit you in the gut because you're an adult and you're thinking yeah. about you know that transitioning away from 
childhood into adulthood, even though we now live in a world where toys are marketed uh, as much, if not more, to adults than to kids, because adults have money and toys are cool. Right. And parents have no disposable income mm. to buy toys for their kids. Well, if their kids need toys, they probably have some that I'm not using I can give away. Kids don't need toys, they need screens. Yeah. At least that, I, I don't know, I, I mentioned in the Toy Box channel um, that, like, you know, for, for a while it did seem like the focus on, like, things for kids is like, this needs to have iPhone integration. Uh, it's like everything's like an app or electronics, and there weren't, like, any plushies outside of, like, baby toys. Uh, and that's turned around in the last, you know, five, ten years or so. There, there's, you know, plushies and stuffed animals everywhere now. And that's good. You're cutting out on me. Um, I was just talking about how there's, uh, you know... I guess there's still stuff that's like, uh, you know, kids like electronics and phones and shit. Um... But there's also just, you know, a lot more plushies now, which is nice. Yay. Plushies that we can rip the head heads off of in movies. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there. I did see, I, I rewatched The Flash because I had watched some other, I watched Loki and Spider-Verse and someone's like, hey, you're watching all the multiverse stuff. I think Scarlet, the Scarlet's one of them mentioned, oh, it's a multiverse thing. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch The Flash again. Um, the the baby scene is the best scene. It's hilarious. Uh, but also a plush ducky gets ripped up, and that's sad. So what you're saying is it's like Up, where it's a really good short film. Mm. And then... Yeah, that the, the, the three-minute scene of the babies falling out of the window... And the Flash is low on energy because he hasn't eaten, so he's like going in slow speed. But oh no, it's starting to speed back up, and there's a baby who's gonna get hit with knives, and a baby who's gonna get splashed with acid, and a baby who's gonna get smashed between two pieces of equipment, and a baby that's gonna get hit with a blowtorch. And Flash has to leap past the baby and punch his fist through a vending machine, scarf down a bunch of snacks, chug some milk, get his energy back up. And then he can go into slow motion and stick a baby in a microwave where it won't get torched and uh, get all the babies out of harm's way. You know, if they if they weren't cowards, mm. they would have uh, a secret version on the Blu-ray where he fails. <laughs> uh, doesn't save all these horrible CGI monster babies. Yeah, where he just didn't need breakfast, so he has he has no power at all. Mm. Yeah, where the alternate timeline version of himself who's going around trying to fix all of his mistakes ends up stopping him from saving the babies as a, yeah. a test to see if maybe that'll fix the timeline you, you can't save those babies one of them is secretly Hitler <laughs> it, it's a canon <laughs> event those babies were supposed to die <laughs> you've broken all reality <laughs> <laughs> oh god I can't wait until the next movie comes out and they I don't have to think about the implications of canon events yeah, did, did I talk about the bonus features from the blu-ray when that came out like a month ago 
I don't think I did. I, I don't think so. Yeah, because I, I was watching the Blu-ray. Like, the Blu-ray actually does have a lot of, like, real behind-the-scenes bonus stuff. The kind of stuff you don't get out of Disney movies, you know, like, actually, like, interviews with people talking about things. Uh, and I was trying to get a read on what their intent behind the canon event thing was, and whether we're supposed to, you know, hold any amount of seriousness for that. Um, and it seemed like the way that they... The implication I got, I'm trying to, like, read between what they're saying, is that you, at first, you're supposed to buy into the idea that, um, you know, th these canon events are real, and that Miles is making a selfish choice by ignoring that, because he's risking, like, destroying all of reality, because he doesn't believe in this thing and he wants to go save his family. Um, but then you're supposed to also side with Miles because he has, you know, the more relatable point of view. Um, and so, I, I don't know, it's like they're, they're trying to have it both ways. They're like, you know, you're, you're supposed to take this threat seriously, um, and you're supposed to, you know, question whether it is right to, you know, save one person if it could mean dooming everything, but also you're supposed to, you know, believe when Miles says uh, that Spider-Man can do both, that you can save one person and also save everyone, and it doesn't have to be a binary choice. Um, and they don't really dig into just the utter ridiculousness of the fatalism of saying, like, Oh, this person has to die because it is consistent across all realities. Like, like that's the kind of story, yeah. if you wanted to seriously tell a story like that, it has to be a time travel story, not an interdimensional story. Like, a time travel story of someone trying to go back in time and stop an event that happened, and discovering that every time you try to stop that event, it just causes new problems, and that ultimately you have to let that you know, as tragic as it is, you have to let that event play out because otherwise you're just causing more problems by trying to stop yeah. it. You have to turn into emo Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, like, it... Th that fatalism concept can work in a time travel story, but in a multiverse story, it's just fucking stupid. Because it's like, yeah. these are already different iterations in completely different realities of... These characters, you know, that there is no reason they need these sync points of specific events playing out in their lives. Yeah, I mean that that was what the disconnect was for me. It's like, okay, so you're telling me Spider-Man specifically, um, and like his father figure uh, slash police chief dying. Yeah. Um, is the the one thing consistent across every world, and if it's not consistent, the world explodes. It's like it is like yeah. The, how does that make the, any kind of yeah, sense? The death of of all like the key pivotal events in Spider Man's life, the death of Captain Stacy is not a thing that you know shows up in every version. Like the death of Uncle Ben or someone similar to Uncle Ben usually does happen. Um, 
even then it's it's not guaranteed you can still have a spider-man who doesn't have that like, even in like the comics spider-verse there are realities where like uncle ben is the spider-man there's like a version where uncle ben is spider-man and his sidekick Petey, his nephew you know young peter um is you know i think maybe also has spider-man powers for some reason i, I don't know the, it, none none of the events that have happened in spider-man's life you know have to happen for another person to be spider-man i i, I don't know it it's a really dumb idea and i don't know how they're uh going to try yeah, to explain it, where miguel reached that conclusion in the first place and what it was that really caused his uh reality to collapse yeah <clears throat> It, yeah, I mean, I, I said it before, like, I, I really need to watch the movie again, but um, it it just comes off as their creator saying, like, you know, like, no, Miles can't be Spider-Man, or, you know, you know, putting the, the words in the mouths of the critics is like, no, Miles can't be a real Spider-Man. Mm. Um, yeah, they're, they're when when they kind of they're the ones mm. when like that they, they're the ones themselves that prove that Miles can be Spider Man. He is Spider Man. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and he's yeah. generally accepted as Spider Man at this point. Like, yeah, the idea that there can be multiple people who are Spider Man is you know fully accepted publicly at this point. Yeah, yeah, just just a, a lot of. A lot of things in that movie seem to have that kind of, you know, like fan backlash subtext. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel it, like on, on rewatch, it's not that bad. It doesn't really. It's dumb, but it doesn't bother me. Like the movie is just yeah. has so much style to it that. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's really good. It's just like I I care about it too much, mm. <laughs> which is why, which is why I'm like going through it and. Uh, like thinking about it more than I should, because mm. uh, like if I didn't care about it, like I I, I just wouldn't give a shit, right? Yeah. Uh, about like what what the subtext means to me. Um, just I don't know that. Just it's a small thing. It's mm. still really good. Um, I do want to watch it again though. Mm, so what's next on the Disney list? Surprise, it's Tarzan again. Oh, okay. So you watch Toy Story 2 and Recess and then Tarzan again? No, I actually watched Fantasia 2000. Oh, right. Yeah, that's another one that I just forgot existed. <laughs> Reasonably. <laughs> it's not super good. Um... It's got a bunch of like celebrity cameos. Like, uh, who was it? Um, they had like James Earl Jones and uh, was it Bette Midler? Um, Steve Martin, and like they they don't they're not great. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like they're they're just there for like two minutes to introduce the next uh 
piece, I guess you would you would call it because it's kind of like an orchestra. But mm. um, in, instead of like going into the theory behind it, um, oh, and Penn and Teller, weirdly enough, um, but like in, instead of going into the theory behind it, like in the classic Fantasia, um, most of the time they just introduce like, hey. This piece is by this person, um, and we thought about blank when we were animating it, and then it kind of just moves in, or that there might be like a joke mm. <laughs> that that is kind of awkward and doesn't land. Um, and like the animation itself, like it's it's good. Like there's a, a couple of them that are still, you know. Uh, like, it's like out of like the eight they have, it's like one of them is Sorcerer's Apprentice again. Okay. Um, five of them are just very like, like they. It, it seems like they went too far into like the the character animation, like classic Disney. Mm. Like, like, there's one with uh, Donald Duck at, as Noah from Noah's Ark. Um, and and it's, it's... There's one where it's just like a flamingo with a yo-yo. And, and it's, mm. it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, I, it, at least in the classic Fantasia... Um, you know, when there's like the animal ballet, it's just a bunch of animals and tutus dancing. Mm. It, like it, it's not Donald Duck doing slapstick um, while the world ends around mm. him. Um, the the two I did like though, there's a there's a jazz one um, with very. Like it, it's very flat animation, but it's like very quick and punchy, um, and it's just like a, a a day in the life in New York for like a, a bunch of different people, um, and their their days intersect, and it's pretty neat. Um, and there's there's one. Um, where it's like it, it's there's like this for, forest spirit um, and like a, I guess a phoenix egg just crashes from the sky and it like burns down the forest and the forest spirit is really sad mm. but then and, and the phoenix force just, takes over and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the phoenix force goes into a deer and saves the <laughs> saves yeah. the forest spirit. Um, but uh, then, like a, a deer picks up the forest spirit, and uh, like she finds the the will to like regrow the forest, and it's pretty beautiful. Hmm. Um, but like aside from those two, there's there's not much there. It's like you you might as well just watch classic. Disney shorts while 
like playing classical music. Uh, it, it's I, it's worth a watch if you haven't seen it. I would say, but it's not. It, it's nothing special, mostly. Um, just watch the old one again. Mm. Um, yeah, and then there's Dinosaur, which is is a lot more okay than I thought it would be. Mm. It's the animation does not fit at all. Uh, it's like they they have like all these realistic like dinosaur and monkey models, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's just like it, it's like a Land Before Time movie, except like they they they're not cute little cartoon dinosaurs if they're like realistic they have weight to them it's like it, it just yeah, doesn't fit at all yeah because it was, it was supposed to be like a unvoiced um you know animated movie about uh just dinosaurs i think and then someone decided hey wouldn't it be great if we had like celebrity voice cast for for these dinosaurs and they can make poop jokes and stuff yeah. Like, oh, the grandpa monkey picks up the dinosaur and the dinosaur pees on him. Like, oh boy. Mm. Comedy. 2000. The, the, the monkey that's just Daxter from Jack and Daxter. Um, he's the only monkey um, that didn't find a mate. So now he's all lonely. But it's okay, because all the rest of them fucking died when the meteor hit. <laughs> and he's the only one who survived. Okay. Uh, Wait, so so they have... I mean, uh, did monkeys exist at the same time as dinosaurs? Oh, uh, I, I could not tell you, like, when... I mean, mammals. Yeah, because uh, I don't think man. I think dinosaurs are so old that they, they predate all mammals. Pretty sure. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you one way or the other. Um, but uh, in this movie, uh, there's a, a dinosaur who's raised. He's an herbivore, but he's raised by monkeys. Mm. Um, and teach him to kill. He he almost kills. Mm. Um, like yeah yeah. So he's he's a dinosaur raised by monkeys, um, and he's having fun in the monkey forest, uh, swinging from the trees with his big long neck. I wish, but no, it's more boring than that. Mm. He, he's just a member of the family who doesn't belong. Um, it's not like Tarzan where everybody hates him, mm. or or just you know the one guy hates him. It's it's like he's he's accepted, but he's just so different that he can't really be one of them, you know. Mm. Um, but then a, a fucking meteor hits, and the 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 monkey island they're on gets destroyed, and they're now they're on the mainland where all the other dinosaurs are. Mm. Um. Okay, so this is like a backwards reality where the meteor wiped out the mammals, 
and now the dinosaurs <laughs> are in charge. Well, what, what's, I mean, that's that's how it starts. But like they they get to the mainland and they find like a huge herd of herbivores who are like moving to some oasis from the desert. Um, so then they they join up with that herd, and that's where all that's where the actual movie happens. Where oh, there's enough character development. It's like. And the, the, the main character finds a female dinosaur of his own species, and it's like, yeah, they're going to fuck. They're going to have kids. And at the end, they have kids because they fucked, mm. I, I guess. Mm. Isn't that nice? Yeah, should have gotten together with a monkey. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> He should have been like attempting to, you know, climb into the trees and swing from trees, and sleep in the trees like a monkey. And he couldn't do that. But then he hooks up with a monkey at the end, and they have he, dino mammals. He he should have been sliding on mossy branches like Disney's Tarzan. Yeah. Except as a as feet. a big like five ton <laughs> dinosaur. Yeah, the, the branches are just sagging under him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> well Phil Collins there has to be Phil Collins music. It doesn't work without the Phil Collins music. <laughs> but like if it's not music he wrote for the movie. It's just like old Genesis songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm just picturing like really old Phil Collins view. Mm. <laughs> Where like he's he's seducing a monkey. He's like forty times the size of the monkey. It's just Phil Collins belting out, belting out like tonight, tonight, tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah, I I think the sex scene in di- Disney's Dinosaur is really tasteful. <laughs> mm. Oh god. So anyway, that movie kind of sucks. Mm. Um, yeah, they they didn't take our advice on no. how to make it better. <laughs> I I will say though, like the. The water, the way water is animated for the year 2000 is extremely impressive. Mm. Uh, like, it, there's some parts that look photorealistic. Um, and then it goes up to the, a dinosaur's face, and it's like, oh, they animated this for kids. No. But yeah. Then it's Recess, which we already talked about. Yep. Um, and then it's Emperor's New Groove, which if you haven't seen Emperor's New Groove, just watch it. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Kronk and Yzma are... They're definitely the funniest Disney villains ever. Mm. Uh, not the most dramatic in any sense at all. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's a screwball comedy movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is not a hunchback 
it is not even Aladdin. Mm. <laughs> it is uh, it is just a straight up animated comedy. Yeah, and it is not trying to be anything else. There's a there's a little heart to it with um, Cusco learning not to be such a terrible narcissist. Yeah, but aside from that, it, it's it's just joke after joke, and most of them land. Yeah, like the there's like there, there's a reason there's like a a thousand emperor's new groove memes mm. <laughs> uh, and most of them involve Kronk. yeah <laughs> well yeah it's just patrick warburton has a really good voice for like comedy and animation oh yeah 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 he he's he's very good at playing um, like confident idiot, right? But like w- w- he he gets the innocence though, which mm. is uh, very important. Yeah, because he Kronk is technically a villain, but he's just a fucking idiot who's doing what is told. Yeah, and he he technically doesn't make the right choice in the end. Um, like he he chooses not to just straight up murder Cusco, I guess. Mm. Um, but like at the end, he's still trying to help Isma. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just friendly to everyone, even terrible people. Yeah. I I like the part in the the diner mm. where uh, <laughs> like he the the cook quits. Yeah. So he just starts making the food. Yeah. It, for no reason. Yeah, it's just he's you know told all the orders and he's like, "Yep, I, I can do that." And he just starts doing it. <laughs> and then, and then Isma and Cusco keep walking through the door, um, never at the same time. Yeah. Uh, like like they're well they're one time at the same time, other. but they're saying the same <laughs> words, so yeah. Isma thinks it's an echo. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Cusco walks in, like no cheese. He <laughs> walks in, like yes, cheese. Uh, and Kronk's just a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of classic bits that I'm sure are like Three Stooges or you know, yeah, you know, like old school fast talking comedy type stuff. Yeah, I mean, Kronk and Isma. Um, like they're they're literally just uh, in old Looney Tunes, uh, like comedy villain couple, like um, like the uh, the mob characters, yeah, uh, like the the mouse, the the hench mouse. <laughs> there's, I think, there's actually a ton. Oh well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I remember. It. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's the mob guy with the the big dumb henchman. Right. There's Pinky in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there is actually a lot where it, it's like dumb, like extremely dumb sidekick with with the like, re- like really big dumb sidekick mm. um, who's following like this evil person who just can't really do anything. Mm. Uh yeah, it's so good though. 
see, I, I don't, because talking about it more would just be um, talking like, here's a joke I liked. Yeah. Um, um, the the facial animation though is really great. Mm. I mean, it, it it's it's still Disney at the like it, it of course it is, but um, also David Spade is surprisingly good. <laughs> it's it's good. Like mm. he's he's really good at playing that jackass. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like he's you know he's done some movies where he can have a little more range, I think. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that's all the Disney stuff. Uh, most of it was good, mm. or at least I liked it. And like, like I said, is... no, nobody's nobody's gonna go back and like say that Recess is some hidden masterpiece. But I liked it; mm. it's a fun watch. I think next, next is next either is... Atlantis or Monsters Inc. It's Monsters, Inc., and then Atlantis, mm. which I'm excited. I'm more excited for Atlantis. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I I never hated Monsters, Inc., but it was also always kind of, like, low on the the Pixar ladder for me mm. um, as far as this time period. Like, there's nothing wrong with it that I remember, just um, not one of my favorites. But at Atlantis, I've I've gone back and watched a few times, and I really like it. Mm. Um, one of the biggest body counts in a Disney animated movie. Yeah, I mean, it's basically Stargate for kids. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, that's almost exactly what it is, now that you say that. Yeah, the whole, you know, Milo Thatch is, uh, God, what's his name, the, the scientist guy from Stargate. I do not remember at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nerdy scientists trying to prove a theory about an ancient civilization and no one believes him, except for this, you know, hidden uh, militant government organization that actually does believe him and wants him along for their expedition to go get there. And then gets there and uh, and finds that, you know, this militant group actually wants to exploit them on a way and maybe, you know, you gotta stop them. Imagine that. Yeah. And also, there's a hot lady. Yeah. Was there a hot lady in Stargate? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, there's a woman who a scientist guy ends up marrying, but I, I, she wasn't as involved as Keita. Okay. Keita is hot, though. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think Star Stargate also had, you know, like, the, the military group was bad, but also there was, like, an evil alien emperor guy who also had to be destroyed. Um, whereas the Atlanteans, like, yes, in ancient times, they, you know, apparently started some pretty big wars, but they've been buried for so long that they're harmless now. Yeah. By the way, like, you're going out a lot now. Okay. Um, like, I, I know what you're saying, mm. um, but it, it's going in and out a lot. Okay, I'll try moving closer to the microphone and see if maybe it picks up better.
Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch, Treasure Planet. Yep. By the next Disney animation ones. And let's see. Yes. Monsters Inc. Inc. took a year off finding Nemo. Yep. And Incredibles, but I think there's a few Disney movies between. Uh, uh, yeah, I think there's Brother Bear and Home on the Range are probably before Incredibles. Yeah. Um, so it'll be Monsters Inc., Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch. Treasure Planet, then Finding Nemo, then Brother Bear, then either Home on the Range or Incredibles. Mm. <laughs> I'm, so I guess I'm you, probably... you won't fully get into a dark period because there will be Pixar stuff. Yeah. I, I'm i probably going to watch um, Home on the Range and then Incredibles and then Chicken Little. Mm. Because otherwise, triple feature. So, <laughs> yeah, that that would. I I might not find the will to keep going. Mm. Um, Chicken yeah, Little, I mean, and then Cars, and, and Robinsons. Yeah, that's where it'll get rough. Is like. Chicken Little, Cars, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt. I mean, Bolt, I'm still waiting to see if you end up liking it. I think Bolt is the point where Disney animation starts turning around after Home on the Range, Chicken Little, and Meet the Robinsons. Meet Meet the Robinsons, I actually think, is okay. Yeah. Yeah, that one's alright, probably. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I remember it being, like, weird... Like weirdly unfocused, but mm. not bad. Um, yeah, because that that was the period of like Disney animation where I I don't know if they'd like lost a lot of the talent they had. Um, like they started getting it back with Bolt, but you know for a while they they definitely didn't seem to know what to do to make a yeah you know a, a movie that would be appealing. It, at least by the time we get to Princess and the Frog, I know there's a few movies on a lot in a in a row that I like. Because mm. it's like Tangled, Winnie the Pooh, Wreck It Ralph, Frozen. Yeah. Big Hero Six I mean, is like, not great. You know, Utopia's all right. Well, yeah, because like, Bolt is the one where they brought Lasseter over from Pixar to Disney Animation to help them try to write the ship. Um, and I know there's, you know, a lot of personal stuff about him that got him, you know, booted out, but as a storyteller, it seems like it was definitely, he was, he was talented at that. You know, like a lot of the, yeah. like, peak Pixar was when he was in charge there, and he did turn Disney around, um, when, the when they brought him on over there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've, I've made a bunch of jokes about Bolt, but if it turns out that it's good, then I'll be happy. Mm. <laughs> I, it's one of the ones I've never seen. Like, like I've I've seen Chicken Little. I've seen Meet the Robinsons. 
I've seen parts of Home on the Range. Um, I think Bolt is, might be the only one that I haven't seen at all. Mm, not counting newer ones like uh, Strange World. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what, 2015 and onward? Like, well, no, 2016 is Moana. Yeah. So, um, after that. You haven't like, seen Frozen 2? <laughs> no, and fuck you for asking. <laughs> well, you're going to. Yeah, I will. Then I can be frozen too. Yep. They should have had a line like that, you know, a title drop in the movie. <laughs> of like, Olaf runs in and is like, and I'm frozen too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, have have you ever heard the song Unforgiven 2 by Metallica? No. They do that. Mm. <laughs> like they had the song Unforgiven as one of their biggest hits, and then later it's like Because I'm Unforgiven too, it's like, oh, I get it. Mm. <laughs> but is the title T O O or is the title the number two? I'm pretty sure it's the number two. Okay. Yeah. And then there is an Unforgiven 3. Mm. But but they don't work it, it into the, the lyrics? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> the, the song is not good, so... Mm. Um, no, it, it's it's the Unforgiven 2, like Roman numeral, I.I. Okay. What I felt, what I've known, turn the pages, turn the stone. Behind the door, should I open it for you? Yeah, what I've felt, what I've known, sick and tired, I stand alone. Could you be there, because I'm the one who waits for you, or are you unforgiven too? And, and then it's just the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, I, I should just read the whole lyrics to mm. this one. I should read all the lyrics to all three Unforgiven songs. Mm. See if there's a hidden that, message fun. in in all of that. I, I mean, I, I think it's just like personal business for the singer. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that. That sounds boring. Yeah, um, not if they're unless they're like you know ridiculously dumb. Like if you're reading the lyrics to Eminem's Venom. And that that's kind of yeah, fun. yeah. Un Unforgiven is just like like the the first song. Unforgiven is just like, uh, hey, there's this kid. He makes a lot of bad decisions. Uh, well, I'll never uh, forgive him for that. <laughs> that kid is my son. <laughs> That kid yeah, he is not forgiven. <laughs> uh, hey, Jade. Mm. I kind of feel like playing God of War. Uh, which one? There's a lot of them. Any of them. Mm. There are a lot of them. There's like... What, five main series ones? There's that that weird spin-off one and two PSP games. Mm. So that's like what, nine of them? 
You should play Kratos in the PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. I've done that before. I'm not going to do it again. Mm. I should buy the DLC <laughs> with Zeus. Mm. So I can play Kratos against Zeus. Yeah, just reenact the entire God of War 2 through... Uh, yeah battles in the all-star battle rail there is there i there is a stage in uh all-star battle royale where hades from god of war uh shows up i, I think it, it might be a patapon stage where like all the other little creatures uh like Hades shows up in the middle of their forest and like all the little creatures attack him. Mm. I I have I wanna look that up though. Cause like I'm not I'm not getting my PS3 and downloading <laughs> PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. I'm not gonna do that. But I'll look up a YouTube uh video with the stage. Mm. Yeah, actually, um, thinking video games from October. I, I think Mario Wonder comes out October. I can't remember if all those other Mario like remakes and re-releases were October or November. But I haven't been keeping up. Mm. Um, I mean, the last new what, game I played is Pikmin Four, and that's the latest new game I've played since. Zelda earlier in the year because I don't really keep up with new games. Yeah, I think Pikmin Four is also the only new game new game I've played uh, that I can think of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got Spider Man Two coming up fairly right. soon. I I really want to play that. I really want to play that, and I want to play Dragon's Dogma 2. And then, like, five years from now, when it's finished, I want to play Ace Combat 8. Mm. That, that's the three games I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the games I most want have not been announced, so... I'm just taking what I can... what I see that looks interesting. Yeah, Ace Combat 8 was announced like two years ago now, and uh, haven't seen a damn thing from it. Mm. So, uh, hopefully it's uh, in production. Mm. <laughs> that would be really nice if it was in production. Because otherwise... Uh, yeah, they're gonna yeah, spend I'll, six I'll years to, to you know make good in a, like open world um, MMO <laughs> game with microtransactions and all the stuff a modern game needs. Uh, yeah, I mean they already they already made so much DLC for Ace Combat Seven that like if you bought it all, it's probably like even even with like the the thirty dollar price that it stays out on Steam. If you bought all the DLC, it's probably like $120. Mm. 
Did they add levels, or was it just new licensed planes? They, they added three levels uh, about a year after the game came out, um, and the rest of it's just been planes. E- either planes or skins. Mm. Uh, I haven't bought most of them. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. On, on the one hand, you know, like, skins and characters and stuff in games, you know, it's like... There's times they release a thing, it's like, oh, I want this, but then I I don't want to play the entire game again just to, you know, appreciate the the thing, I the skin that I bought for my player thing, so. Yeah. See, like, I, I beat Ace Combat 7, like, several dozen times, <laughs> like, with, with, within you know, say three years of the game coming out. Mm. Um, and I, I haven't touched it in the past year or so. Um, but at, at some point, I'm going to feel the itch, and I'm going to play every Ace Combat game I own, and I'm, I'm just going to be gone for like two weeks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll be so. the project after Disney. Where you play all of Ace Combat. I actually did that in 2020, I think. Mm. Um, where I I played everyone I could get my hands on. Like there's a there's a Game Boy Advance game that's not good. There's some mobile games that aren't good. Um, there's Assault Horizon, which I tried playing, <laughs> and I quickly said, "No, fuck this. It's not. It it sucks." Mm. Um, but I I played like all the PS1 and PS2 games and 7 about a million times I don't have a PSP to, to play that that one but I, I do have a PC that can emulate it so that's nice hmm I also don't have an Xbox 360 that can play Ace Combat 6. Um, that one's not the best. It's not bad. Mm. But not it seems like by the now there, m- there must be an emulator for 360 games that works pretty well. There is. I... I I, th- I think for PS3 and 360, like, there are emulators that work, mm. but they're, they have issues. At least the last time I checked, that's what I heard. Okay. I haven't checked in a while. Yeah, I mean, because Xbox 360 is, uh, almost 20 years old. Yeah. So they came out. In what, 2006? Yeah. It was either 2000... I think it was 2005. Because okay. the Wii came out in 2006, and I think Xbox 360 was a year before that. The PS4 still feels new to me. That came out a year ago. <laughs> like, or, or mm. a, a decade ago, I mean. Yeah. Like, a, almost... Almost to the date. Uh... Huh. Okay, my uh, Discord just shut off and came back. I noticed. 
was weird. Uh, but what I was saying was, uh, yeah, the, the the PS4 came out a decade ago, almost exactly, mm. um, and it still feels new to me, even though I have a PS5. I'm looking at it right now because uh, that was the last console I bought as a young man. Mm. <laughs> so any anyone I buy now will always just feel weird. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that weird? We've we've we we've we'll never have a thing that we we did when we were young again. Mm. <laughs> no, nope. isn't that fun to think about? Yeah, I'm too tired to think about things like that. Yeah, yeah, we actually need to start wrapping up soon. Yeah, so yeah, short episode this time. There wasn't a lot of topics anyway. But also, you have yeah. to get going. And I guess since there's... Such, I, I guess I could go... Uh, I'll probably pause, go grab Eliza and get her to read one of the, the books I was yeah. planning on doing. Uh, unless, I guess, you know, because we are going to have... And we're, we've got this recording. There's going to be an episode mid-October, and then there's going to be one right around Halloween. So maybe we could do, you know, something else Halloween-ish for that. One of the things I wanted to do was have Elisa read, uh, you know, a, a Dr. Seuss book or two. <laughs> Just put a sinister spin on it. So One of the weird ones. Mm. I was thinking Fox and Socks. Be fun. Okay. Some, yeah. some serious spin on... Uh, even something like, like the Lorax could be fun, but making that one sinister, it's like, well, it, it, it probably kind of already is. You know, parts of it, um, like the Lorax and the Butter Battle book, both ones that, you know, if you try to make them spooky and sinister, it would probably just be playing into some of the themes of, uh, of those ones. You know, the the Wantzler was a bitch. We can we can be the Twiceler mm. and become twice as popular on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Uh, one one thing. Uh, did you ever watch uh, Boondocks on Adult Swim? Uh, I think I saw it a couple times. I, I didn't pay close attention when it was happening. There's there's a recurring character that's like a a, a rich old white guy, and his name is Mister Wunsler. <laughs> mm. Does he have uh, green gloves? And that's all you ever see of him. No, but he's voiced by Ed Asner. Okay. Um, so that's pretty funny. Fucking JJ from uh, Spider-Man 90s. Mm. Uh, I I just very much appreciate that name choice. Um, that's it. I'm done. Um, mm. So anyway, um, I, I think the Lions are doing pretty well. Uh, they're three and one, I think, mm. after beating the Packers on Thursday night. All right, time to go bet money on the Lions and blame you if it goes uh, badly. <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. Mm. <laughs> well, sports betting is legal now, oh. so mm. you know, like I, I think the NFL, um, 
had to suspend like a handful of uh, players for betting. Mm. Uh, like I, I don't think any were caught for betting on the NFL. I, I think some of them were caught for betting on the NBA, mm. which is still um, against company policy. Mm. Uh, well, if you so get that, caught. that I mean, yeah, mm. yeah, but yeah, they're gonna they persuade their friends in the NBA to take a fall so they can win some bets. I mean, it's not, it's not out of the question. <laughs> yeah, like especially if they're on a bad team where they're not going to win anything. Mm. You know, it's like. Oh, we're we're nine and twenty six. Uh, let's make some money this year. <laughs> I mean, it, it's happened before. Yeah, the the NBA had a scandal, and I, I think it was the nineties uh, where they they had to kick out a bunch of referees mm. who, <laughs> who were caught betting on on NBA games. Like damn, makes you think, huh? Mm. Yeah, about how they should try harder not to get caught. Yeah, how they That's should have paid game. off the people who fired them so they <laughs> <laughs> just keep the, the money going. Well, That's the thing. It's hard to pay off a. It's hard to pay off a billionaire. Mm. Yeah, they've already got all the money, so they don't need to make yeah. money. They would just be losing money if they yeah. had money. That that would that would be like owning a casino and playing like playing the slots in your own casino. <laughs> well, I guess you can if you you know you got the key to open the money box on it. If you just really like pulling that lever. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to I want to make a gotcha game where I'm the only one who gets to play it. <laughs> Like I, I just give all the money to myself. Anyway, yeah, do we have a, a joke to end on? Um, I mean, I'm probably gonna, you know, have the little bit at the end. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah well, so we'll see you next time. Uh, stick around, Eugene. Uh, special guest who I definitely mentioned a few minutes ago is coming to read a story. Hey. Give me that snitty. Okay, I'm stopping right there. That's the worst way to end a podcast. All right, so uh, I, I don't honestly know if we're going to do... I, I might still do another Halloween-type episode later. I, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, it was requested that I read this book. And also this other book. I actually have, I have, a, sec- I have a second book. But this book, ah, yes. Fox in Socks. Ah, yes. Interesting. By Dr. Seuss. Fox Socks Box Knocks. Knocks in box, fox in socks. Knocks on fox 
In socks. In box. Socks on knocks. And knocks in box. Fox in socks on box on knocks. Chicks with bricks come. Chicks with blocks come. Chicks with bricks and blocks and clocks come. Look, sir, look, sir, Mr. Knox, sir. Let's do tricks with bricks and blocks, sir. Let's do tricks with chicks and clocks, sir. First, I'll make a quick trick brick stack. Then I'll make a quick trick block stack. You can make a quick trick chick stack. You can make a quick trick clock stack. And here's a new trick, Mr. Knox. Socks on chicks and chicks on fox. Fox on clocks on bricks and blocks. Bricks and blocks on knocks on box. Now we come to ticks and talks, sir. Try to say this, Mr. Knox, sir. Clocks on fox tick. Clocks on knocks talk. Six sick bricks tick, six sick chicks talk. Please, sir, I don't like this trick, sir. My tongue isn't quick or slick, sir. I get all those ticks and clocks, sir, mixed up with the chicks and talks, sir. I can't do it, Mr. Fox, sir. I'm so sorry, Mr. Knox, sir. Here's an easy game to play. Here's an easy thing to say. New socks, two socks. Whose socks? Sue's socks. Who sews whose socks? Sue sews Sue's socks. Who sees who sew? Whose new socks, sir? You see Sue sew. Sue's new socks, sir. That's not easy. Mr. Fox, sir. Who comes? Crow comes. Slow Joe Crow comes. Who sews crow's clothes? Sue sews crow's clothes. Slow Joe Crow sews whose clothes? Sue's clothes. Sue sews socks of fox in socks now. Slow Joe Crow sews knocks in box now. Sue sews rose on Slow Joe Crow's clothes. Fox sews hose on Slow Joe Crow's nose. Hose goes, rose grows. Nose hose goes some. Crow's rose grows some. Mr. Fox, I hate this game, sir. This game makes my tongue quite lame, sir. Mr. Knox, sir, what a shame, sir. We'll find something new to do now. Here is lots of new blue goo now. New goo, blue goo, gooey, gooey, blue goo, new goo, gluey, gluey. Gooey goo for chewy chewing. 
That's what that goo goose is doing. Do you choose to chew goo too, sir? If, sir, you, sir, choose to chew, sir, would the goo goose chew, sir? Do, sir. Mr. Fox, sir, I won't do it. I can't say it. I won't chew it. Very well, sir. Step this way. We'll find another game to play. Bim comes. Ben comes. Bim brings Ben broom. Ben brings Bim broom. Ben bends Bim's broom. Bim bends Ben's broom. Bim's bends. Ben's bends. Ben's bent broom breaks. Bim's bent broom breaks. Ben's band. Bim's band. Big bands. Pig bands. Bim and Ben lead bands with brooms. Ben's band bangs and Bim's band booms. Pig band. Boom band. Big band. Broom band. My poor mouth can't say that. No, sir. My poor mouth is much too slow, sir. Well, then. Bring your mouth this way. I'll find it something it can say. Luke Luck likes lakes. Luke's duck likes lakes. Luke Luck licks lakes. Luke's duck licks lakes. Duck takes licks in lakes Luke Luck likes. Luke Luck takes licks in lakes Duck likes. I can't blab such blibber blabber. My tongue isn't made of rubber. Mr. Knox, now, come now, come, come now. You don't have to be so dumb now. Try to say this, Mr. Knox, please. Through three cheese trees, three free fleas flew. While these fleas flew, freezy breeze blew. Freezy breeze made these three trees freeze. Freezy trees made these trees cheese freeze. That's what made these three free fleas sneeze. Stop it! Stop it! That's enough, sir. I can't say such silly stuff, sir. Very well, then, Mr. Knox, sir. Let's have a little talk about Tweedlebeetles. What do you know about Tweedlebeetles? Well, when Tweedlebeetles fight, it's called a Tweedlebeetle battle. And when they battle in a puddle, it's called a Tweedlebeetle puddle battle. And when a Tweedle Beetle battles with paddles in a puddle, they call it a Tweedle Beetle Puddle Paddle Battle. And when Tweedle Beetles battle, uh, yes, uh, when Beetles battle Beetles in a puddle battle, paddle battle, and the Beetle Battle Puddle is in, uh, is a puddle in a bottle, they call this a Tweedle Beetle Bottle Puddle Paddle Battle Muddle. Yes. And when beetles fight these beetles in a bottle with their paddles and the bottle on a poodle and the poodle's eating noodles, they call this a muddle, puddle, tweedle, poodle, beetle, muddle, bottle, paddle, battle. And now wait a minute, Mr. Socks Fox. When a fox is in the bottle where the Tweedle Beetles battle with their paddles in a puddle on a noodle-eating poodle, this is what they call 
a Tweetle Beetle Noodle Poodle Bottled Paddle Muddled Duddled Fuddled Waddled Foxing Socks. Sir. Foxing Socks. Our game is done, sir. Thank you for a lot of fun, sir. Very sinister. Um, and actually, as I said, I, I was given a second book. Um, one that I think is maybe a little less complicated than that last one. Maybe, maybe less sinister. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll do our best. Uh, this one. Also by, uh, this, uh, doctor fellow. It's called, uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Uh, let's see. Where's page one? One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, black fish, blue fish, old fish, new fish. This one has a little star. This one has a little car. Say, what a lot of fish there are. Yes, some are red, and some are blue, some are old, and some are new. Some are sad, and some are glad, and some are very, very bad. Why are they sad and glad and bad? I do not know. Go ask your dad. Some are thin, and some are fat. The fat one has a yellow hat. From there to here and here to there, funny things are everywhere. Here are some who like to run. They run for fun in the hot, hot sun. Oh me, oh my, oh me, oh my, what a lot of funny things go by. Some have two feet, some have four. Some have six feet, and some have more. Where do they come from? I can't say. But I bet they have come a long, long way. We see them come. We see them go. Some are fast, and some are slow. Some are high, and some are low. Not one of them is like another. Don't ask us why. Go ask your mother. Say, look at his fingers. One, two, three. How many fingers do I see? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ah, he has eleven. Eleven! This is something new. I wish I had eleven, too. Bump, bump, bump. Did you ever ride a wump? We have a wump with just one hump. But we know a man called Mr. Gump. Mr. Gump has a seven-hump wump. So, if you like to go bump, bump, just jump on the hump of the wump of gump. Who am I? My name is Ned. I do not like my little bed. This is no good. This is not right. My feet stick out of bed all night. And when I pull them in, oh dear, my head sticks out of bed up here. 
we like our bike. It is made for three. Our Mike sits up in back, you see. We like our Mike, and this is why. Mike does all the work when the hills get high. Hello there, Ned. How do you do? Tell me, tell me, what, what is new? How are things in your little bed? What is new? Please tell me, Ned. I do not like this bed at all. A lot of things have come to call. A cow, a dog, a cat, a mouse. Oh, what a bed. Oh, what a house. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I cannot hear. Will you please come over near? Will you please look in my ear? There must be something there, I fear. Say, look, a bird was in your ear. But he is out, so have no fear. Again, your ear can hear, my dear. My hat is old. My teeth are gold. I have a bird I like to hold. My shoe is off. My foot is cold. My shoe is off. My foot is cold. I have a bird I like to hold. My hat is old. My teeth are gold. And now my story is all told. We took a look. We saw a nook. On his head he had a hook. On his hook he had a book. On his book was how to cook. We saw him sit and try to cook. He took a look at the book on the hook. But a nook can't read. So a nook can't cook. So what good to a nook is a hook cookbook? The moon was out, and we saw some sheep. We saw some sheep take a walk in their sleep. By the light of the moon, by the light of a star, they walked all night from near to far. I would never walk. I would take a car. I do not like this one so well. All he does is yell, yell, yell. I will not have this one about. When he comes in, I put him out. This one is quiet as a mouse. I like to have him in the house. At our house, we open cans. We have to open many cans. And that is why we have a Zans. A Zans for cans is very good. Have you a Zans for cans? You should. I like to box. How I like to box. So every day, I box a gox. In yellow socks, I box my gox. I box in yellow gox box socks. It is fun to sing. If you sing with a ying, my ying can sing like anything. I sing high, and my ying sings low. And we are not too bad, you know. This one, I think, is called a yink. He likes to wink. He likes to drink. He likes to drink and drink and drink. The thing he likes to drink is ink. The ink he drink. The ink he likes to drink is pink. He likes to wink and drink pink ink. So, if you have a lot of ink, 
Then you should get a yink, I think. Hop, hop, hop. I am a yop. And uh, all I like to do is hop from fingertop to fingertop. I hop from left to right and then hop, hop. I hop right back again. I like to hop all day and night from right to left and left to right. Why do I like to hop, hop, hop? I do not know. Go ask your pop. Brush, 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 brush. Comb, 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 comb. Blue hair is fun to brush and comb. All girls who like to brush and comb should have a pet like this at home. Who is this pet? Say, he is wet. You never yet met a pet, I bet. As wet as they let this wet pet get. Did you ever fly a kite in bed? Did you ever walk with ten cats on your head? Did you ever milk this kind of cow? Well, we can do it. We know how. If you never did, you should. These things are fun, and fun is good. Hello, hello, are you there? Hello. I called you up to say hello. I said hello. Can you hear me, Joe? Oh, no, I cannot hear your call. I cannot hear your call at all. This is not good, and I know why. A mouse has cut the wire. Goodbye. From near to far, from here to there, funny things are everywhere. These yellow pets are called the Zeds. They have one hair upon their heads. Their hair grows fast, so fast, they say. They need a haircut every day. Who am I? My name is Ish. On my hand I have a dish. I have this dish to help me wish. When I wish to make a wish, I wave my hand with a big swish-swish. Then I say, I wish for fish. And I get fish right on my dish. So, if you wish to wish a wish, you may swish for fish with my ish-wish dish. At our house, we play out back. We play a game called Ring the Gack. Would you like to play this game? Come down. We have the only gack in town. Look at what we found in the park, in the dark. We will take him home. We will call him Clark. He will live at our house. He will grow and grow. With our mother like this, we don't know. And now, good night. It is time to sleep. So we will sleep with our pet Zeep. Today is gone. Today was fun. Tomorrow is another one. Every day from here to there, funny things are everywhere. <laughs> uh, happy early Halloween. Maybe I'll see you later this month. I don't know.